Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm your host, Aaron Keller. And uh, I got in late last night from the from Las Vegas. Uh, we hosted the 2020 National Archery in the Schools uh, Nevada State Tournament in Las Vegas at the South Point Hotel. And uh, I think it would be a, I thought it would be a really cool podcast to kind of let everybody know what the National Archery in the Schools program is, but then how it's how it's working out in Nevada and how many schools we have participating in. Yesterday we had a record number of students compete in the tournament. We had a record number of schools participate in the tournament and uh, I thought it'd be good to get both Doug Nielsen and Holly Brizendine on the phone to kind of go over how it went and uh, what they see coming up in the future. So I texted them. They are all game so we're going to get them on the line right now and uh, hope you guys enjoy. Is Doug in there? Yes, he is. Yep, right here, Eric. How you guys doing this morning? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> me yeah. too. We're doing pretty good. Yeah, me too. I uh, flew home last night, and the whole time way back, I was like, "Man, that was that was a cool event." But I'm tired. But I'm tired. <laughs> you know, it, it wears you out with all the setup, and then the tournament day itself, and you don't realize how much energy you're expending during the event just you know everybody doing their roles and and in order to make it happen and it just adds up and and uh and then at the end of the day or the next morning you wake up and you go oh my goodness but it's but it's all worth it when you see the finished product very rewarding once you see all those kids coming up for their trophies and definitely an awesome event yeah for sure and so what we're talking about anybody that's listening we're talking about we just held our the Nevada 2020 uh, National Archery in the School State Tournament yesterday. And uh, I guess we'll kind of lead it off with a few questions to you guys. You guys um, kind of lead it down there in Las Vegas. And so tell us a little bit about the state tournament, Holly, if you would. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we hold our uh, state tournament in conjunction with the uh, National Field Archery Association Vegas shoot down in Las Vegas. Um, each year they let us use their venue, um, and we set it up, and uh, it's always, almost always the first um, Wednesday in February, and uh, this year it was on February 5th, just yesterday, and we have, this year we had almost 800 shooters registered, that's 540 of them shot in-house, but then we also had about 240 um, shooting virtually around the state the ones that couldn't attend right and so that's actually um our national archery in schools program that's held all over the state and can maybe give us um maybe give us a little background or some history doug on kind of like national archery in schools program in nevada if you don't mind oh yeah you know it was uh 
it came to us actually in August of 2009. Um, the program itself started in, in the state of Kentucky with their uh, wildlife agency and, and has now since grown to across the United States, Europe, um, Canada, the Asian nations, Australia, Africa. And so it's, it's really become an international program. But like I mentioned, it came to us in 2009, and I'll be honest with you, when uh, the agency director who was in Ken Mayer came and he said, hey, uh, we're going to start this archery program, I was a little nervous. I didn't know how well, how well it would go over, but we, we hired a coordinator who came in and kind of got it, got it established, and then it just has grown every year. Uh, after that, this tournament was the biggest one we've had. It was our 11th um, uh, tournament, state tournament, and uh, so next year will be our 12th. But we've really seen participation in the tournament itself grow from just a handful of schools to this year, 41. And um, we've seen it likewise in the number of schools. We're, we're, we've pushed well past 150 schools statewide. Holly, I can't even remember what that number is. But it, it's really... Uh, grown into an exciting program. It's a plug-and-play curriculum that a coach or a school teacher can use to put it right in the physical education uh, aspect of school. It meets all the state and national educational standards. Or it can even go into science classrooms because of the physics involved with shooting a bow and the energy transfer that, that sends the arrow down downstream. So, um, one of the great things about the NAS program that really, I think, um, has helped it grow and educators embrace it is that anybody can do it. You don't have to be fast. You don't have to be super tall. You don't have to be strong. You don't have to have a particular body type. Everybody can do it, and then it's something they can do the rest of their life. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. And would, are you a little surprised at how, over the last 11 years, it's grown? Well, like I said, I was a little nervous at first. I didn't know how how it would go over and and, um, and, and exactly how we were getting get started. But, um, you know, it, it began with our coordinator who just knocked on the doors of schools and said, hey, this is this great program for kids. And, and uh this is how it works, and the, the educators saw the, the potential in it, and then now it just kind of grows on its own, and every year um, uh, Holly gets new requ requests from teachers to have uh, the training so they can offer it in school. Um, one, of the, one of the things that really helped it grow was uh, Nevada Bighorns Unlimited. Uh, they've given us a substantial amount of financial support to help new schools get started, to kind of give them seed money to buy equipment. And so uh, I look back, and, and I am very uh, amazed at how, how it's grown, but I'm also very optimistic for just how much more growth we have coming, you know, say, over the next decade. I think it's just going to continue to blossom. Right. So starting from there in, in Las Vegas, in Clark County, and now... Holly, we have it in, you know, every pretty much every corner of the state, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's almost in uh, every single county in the state. And uh, so if a teacher is listening to this and they're like, oh, that sounds like something I would want to do, how, what's the, what's the process of getting involved? Uh, it's actually 
very simple. Um, they contact myself or uh, Don Anderson or Julie Gabrielson, uh, depending on what which region they're in, um, and we can get a uh, basic archery instructor training um, up and going for them. That's an eight-hour class, and they don't even need to know how to shoot uh, because in that class we teach them how to shoot, we teach them how to set up their range, we teach them then how to instruct new archers. Um, and from there, they can also fill out a uh, grant application, and we can hopefully get them set up with uh, equipment through um, giving them grants. Like Doug mentioned, um, Nevada Bighorns Unlimited offers grants for the schools every year, and also NASP themselves um, gives out grants. Right. But so it's... even if they can't get a grant, uh, they can also have loaner equipment. So sometimes it can be no cost to them if that's what's necessary. That's great. Yeah, so even if, I was just going to say, so even if the school, so the bill is not all on the school or on the, on that, that we can do some grants and split the cost. There's some options that we have that we can, we can pass on to those schools. Oh, definitely. We'll, we'll get them started no matter what. I also think like um, both of you guys have mentioned, like this is kind of a canned program. The kits are all set up. The, the curriculum is all set up. Would you say that's why it's been so popular? Go ahead, Holly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's like Doug had mentioned, it's just it's something that anybody can do. You don't have to be the strongest, the fastest, the tallest. Um, once I, know, I hear from multiple coaches that as soon as they even mention the word archery, there's people just knocking down their doors saying that they want to be a part of it. Um, it's, it's a sport that virtually anybody can do. And they, they just love it. You know, Aaron, one of the other things I think that makes this a, a, such a popular program in the education realm is that the equipment is standardized. Every school, every archer, every program uses the exact same equipment. You can get bows in different colors, but it's the same bow. You can get arrows in different colors, but it's the same arrow. And so they don't have to uh, and. Uh, let me back up. Um, the the uh, uh, senior in high school shoots the exact same bow that somebody in fourth or fifth grade in elementary elementary school shoots because the the way the equipment is designed. When we talk about draw length, you know how long a person uh, is reaches basically to pull back a a, a bow string. These bows are designed and built in such a way that it doesn't matter. So I'm a pretty tall guy. I have a long, a long reach, a, a long draw length, but I can pick up one of these bows and shoot it right after somebody in fifth grade shot it with no adjustments whatsoever. And I think that's one of the things that makes it popular. You know, when when I was young and we had archery in school, and I granted I'm a little old in the tooth, you know, <laughs> but. Uh, the, the coach would say, oh, here's a bow, and they'd give you some something that was pretty beat up, and here's some sticks, go over in the corner and do something, just stay out of trouble. Ooh. But as Holly said, <laughs> as Holly said just now, um, we actually teach the coaches not only how to shoot, but how to teach the kids how to shoot. And so we can take in this program somebody who's never picked up a bow before, and if they'll listen and just follow the counsel that they're given, the coaching, they can be hitting a target 
and have a pattern on a target in an hour if they'll just listen. Yep, yep. That's a, I think both, you made two great points. That's the one is one of my favorite parts about the state tournament, and that's seeing a really tall kid or a big kid stand and shoot on the same shooting line as a really little kid and looking and they're shooting the same bow at the same target from the same distance but they're there's two totally different looking people and uh i love it there it's one of the coolest parts about the state tournament and nasp in particular is uh is seeing those kids just they're not the normal looking group shooting at the same thing it's just funny so, um, well, and then uh, I think I think we're going to take a quick break because I want to get into that tournament and kind of what your guys' takeaways were from the tournament, some of the successes. Um, I definitely want to highlight our volunteers and how that they play into this tournament and uh, a few more of our partners. So uh, we'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. I'm your host, Aaron Keller. And on the phone today, we have Holly Brizendine and Doug Nielsen down in Las Vegas. We just wrapped up the 2020 Nevada National Archery in the School State Tournament yesterday. And uh, just kind of reflecting on the tournament and uh, just mostly all the positives that came out of it. It was a very smooth tournament. Um, the shoot went went really well. And... Uh, just kind of reflecting on it, thinking back about yesterday. Um, what What's like one of the highlights from your guys's or, or your day yesterday? You guys I have would anything? say the highlight of mine um, is just seeing the kids on those lines and just how excited they get with the scores that they shot or shooting right next to their their peers or other people that they don't know. Like we had mentioned earlier, just having – elementary school shoot right next to high school those kinds of things it's just the excitement behind that but definitely also the awards at the end um i get choked up every single year especially seeing those coaches and those students get choked up when they win a bow or they win a trophy or whatever the case may be that's just that's what makes everything worth it that we put into this right yeah for me um so the way the tournament works is we have we have flights and those are basically number of kids on the tar- or on the shooting line at the same time. And for us, because we have so many students that are shooting in the state tournament, we have to break it up into flights. And this year we had three flights. And um, the, fun- the, the part that makes me smile the most is as soon as we're done with the first flight, we collect all the scorecards and I walk them back up to the registration table where we score all the cards. And immediately the kids that are done shooting run up and they say, oh, when, when are we going to know our scores? When are we going to know our scores? Like you can just add them up that fast. Yep, there's always a – they are just knocking down those tables waiting for those to be posted. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a really exciting time. You know, um, the career in techno 
the career and technical academies don't have traditional sports programs like the other schools do. So for their students, uh, the Archery in the Schools program really provides them with an opportunity to participate in a sport um, and still meet their academic requirements for those schools. Um, it really gives them an opportunity to get involved in something. And, you know, one of my highlights is every year is I like to talk to some of the parents. And uh, at our tournament this year, I had an opportunity to talk to a couple. Their daughter's 17 years old. She's a junior in high school. This is her third state tournament that she participated in. And archery has really become a part of, part of her life outside of MASP and outside of school. She uh, goes up to the shooting range, and there's an archery range there, so she practices and spends time doing that. And she's developed a real love for it, in so much that she actually, at the end of this week, is uh, going to be starting uh, work at the, at the archery range as an employee, all because of, of MASP. And um, uh, parents really think it, it's really helped her in school with the discipline and the focus that they, they learn uh, by, by shooting archery. So those are some of the things I like, is talking to the, to the parents or grandparents um, who um, have had experience with the NAS program. Right. It is one of those things where, where any kid can do it, and then they learn so many lessons from archery. And uh, it's definitely a, a powerful message to parents that are maybe wanting to get the, their kids involved or their students involved in something that's not, you know, not a traditional sport, I guess, like air quotes, like, you know, football or baseball or something like that, where you maybe need to be faster or stronger or whatever, jump higher, these kids are, are just a different group of kids. Um, but they learn just the same lessons. Well, they really do. And, you know, here's, here's an amazing thing. Our first four years, our first four tournaments, we had a blind student who shot in our tournament. That's and amazing. he never missed the target. It's an amazing thing. He yeah. didn't win, but you know what? But he did win. He won on a personal self-confidence scale, uh, and he was able to enjoy a sport where he might not otherwise be able to do that. And it's just because of the nature of archery and what it provides. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The uh, And, I mean, the, the goal is to shoot a good score. I mean, that's the, the ultimate goal. Um, but it's not always about winning. There's a lot of kids that don't win a bow or win a trophy but they got you know they shot great and they might win a team award if their team shoots good um so let's talk about a couple high high scores though holly you got right. what were some of the scores that we that the kids pulled off this year because it's pretty amazing well we had our uh every year along with the team standings and we have individual standings for each division elementary middle school and high school um, and we also do an overall top shooter for male and female. Um, the female top shooter this year came from a veteran CTA, and she had she shot a 285. Now, perfect score is 300, and that that's just amazing. And we also have for the male top shooter, he came from Desert Valley Home School out of uh, Reno, and he shot a 294. Um, I believe 
that that is the highest score that we have had so far for a top shooter um, in our state tournament. And um, then we have our, uh, for the team standings, I'd like to give a little shout out to each of the teams that won the schools. Uh, for elementary school, first place, we had C.P. Squires Elementary. Uh, and just seeing those fourth and fifth graders run up and getting all teary-eyed coming up there to claim their trophy and their um, championship banner and the uh, the medals that we give out. Uh, it's just that's, that's when I get choked up. Um, and we have the middle school for uh, first place that won out of Las Vegas was um, Walter Johnson Junior High School. And the high school for first place was Churchill County High School out of Fallon, Nevada. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those yeah. are some familiar names that are uh, they're at the tournament every year. Yeah, yep, each of those from every single year. Um, we did have, we normally have about 30 schools compete in the tournament. This year we did have 41, like Doug mentioned. Um, that is 10 brand new schools, though, uh, brand new to NAS, brand new to the tournament um, that competed this year. So that was really awesome to see as well, just, the kids first time being in an event like that yeah that's just goes to show how popular it's going to be and how popular it is now and um so with that as those kids those good shooters i mean there's what's the next step for them as far as where do they go from here after the state tournament um so this state tournament will qualify them for um the nationals which are uh they split those up. Um, we have a Western Nationals and an Eastern Nationals. So for the Western, those are located in Salt Lake City at the end of April. Um, so they can qualify for that now. And there they give out some, there's opportunity to win some pretty big scholarship funds. Um, and then there's also a world tournament that's typically held in Kentucky um, in May. And that has now become more of an open championships where um, it's more open for anybody to come compete you don't really have to qualify for that one so um, anybody's welcome to it so if you were just really addicted or hooked on archery you could make the trip to kentucky in may to go compete yeah yep that's awesome and so uh how many kids do we have any idea of how many how many kids then do we qualify to go to salt lake city um ooh, as far as numbers I, I don't have those numbers on hand, but the uh, top team for each division will qualify. Okay. And then they also take um, first through 10th place, okay. male and female, for each division. They automatically qualify as well. Um, the registration for that is done in tiers, too. So um, once that first tier is done for people that automatically qualify because of how they placed in the state tournament, then it's open for teams that shot certain scores. All right, so then it'll kind of tear down off of that to like fill the flights or to any open spots that are open? Yep. That's great. So that'll be in April. And uh, so we'll have some kids. Hopefully we'll highlight them through our social media or something um, to where we can show those kids from Nevada going over, competing over in Utah and then potentially going. I mean, a 294 for a male, that's, that's a pretty high score. I'd imagine he's probably into archery and maybe going to go to that tournament in May. So that we'll yeah, to... sure. You know, we had uh, had a pretty good idea 
that that young man was going to score well because I could hear the arrow, uh, aluminum arrow, slapping against each other when the arrows hit the target. When you hear that, you know that they've got a pretty tight group. And from my place up in the announcer stand, I looked down there and I could see that group of arrows just real tight in the center of the target. And so it doesn't surprise me. You know, one of the other things that uh, when we talk about awards, a lot of times we talk about the you know, first place, second place, high score. But one of the fun awards that we as staff like to give out is the very last one each year, and it's called the Spirit Award. Yeah. And, and we like that because it gives us a chance to just kind of observe the kids throughout the day and the teams. And we're not just looking for, for the, the schools that cheer each other, although that's very much an important part of it, you know, cheering for their friends, cheering for the other archers. But we're looking for those those teams that that really show that support for one another as teammates and the other shooters. Uh, are they courteous and are they kind, respectful to the other shooters, uh, the other people around the range? And um, uh, this year, it was uh, the winner was a brand new school, new to NAS, new to the, the state tournament, and that was the Rancho Rams out of the out of Las Vegas, and uh, they really did a, did a great job of being there for one another and, and supporting um, each other, and so that was pretty exciting for us. That was. They were the surprised look on their face, and then on cue, as soon as you said their name, they were, you know, they couldn't believe it, but then they stood up and they started doing their chants and giving each other high fives, and it was, it was perfect. Well, yeah, they, they moved in cadence, as they used to say back in the law enforcement academy. They <laughs> they just went right up there in cadence with their chant and, and picked up that trophy, and they were just proud as can be. And, and of course, we're proud for them because they did a great job. Yeah. And then, uh, so we just have another minute here. I wanted to kind of one last question. Holly or Doug, what's a, what do you think goals moving forward or plans or – for NASP as the Department of Wildlife, I mean, we support the program fully, but, you know, what are the goals moving forward? Uh, I think some of our main goals is just, just to get as many people involved in, as, uh, in it as we can. Um, we've, uh, like I said, we added 10 new schools that was just to the tournament this year. That's not 10 new schools for the year um, in the program period. Uh, we do have many schools that don't uh, take part in the tournament that um, still have NASP in their schools, but... Besides adding new schools, we do hope to add scholarship money to our tournament, too, next year. Um, we're going, playing with a couple different ideas on how to do that um, and hopefully make it a little bit more exciting for the kids with giving them more opportunities. That's cool. Yeah, those are both great great goals to have, get as many kids or as many schools as we can and uh, hopefully help them along their archery career in some way, big or small. and. Uh, cool thanks guys for coming on and taking the time to to jump on the phone with me yeah thank you absolutely and you know Aaron, if anybody wants to see the nasp and kind of how it works they can come see us at the clark county fair in april and we'll have a shooting range there an archery range and uh we'll let them test the arrows out that's a great point doug we're anytime we do some events we take some of the nasp equipment because it is so easy for anyone to pick up that it, yeah if you see the department of wildlife putting on a youth event and it has archery in the description more times than not we're going to have some sort of a nasp equipment nasp set up there for people to try out absolutely 
All right, guys. Thanks again. Thank you, everyone, for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife. <laughs> <laughs>